Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders radio network, heard across the United States, and we are here to give you the latest information and updates on Alzheimer's disease, everything as we're navigating senior care. And today we are talking about Alzheimer's disease and really kind of the path of what happens when we start seeing symptoms. Are these normal? Are all these different things? And we are here courtesy of Athera Pharma who is conducting amazing clinical trials for early to moderate um, stage people with Alzheimer's. And so we are very honored to have one of the top experts who is the director of the memory division of the premier um, research center in West Palm Beach, Florida. Is that correct, Dr. Winner? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I, I do. I'm the senior director for the premier research institute. Institute, that's what it is. Part of a much larger Palm Beach Neurology facility. That is amazing. And certainly, we're so glad to have you with us and certainly looking at, um, you know, solutions for families that are going through the process of, you know, is my loved one okay? You know, I'm not sure things are kind of not, is it just normal aging? Is what's happening? I know, um, you know, there's a lot of different things that are going on in the world and, you know, in, in revolving, involving Alzheimer's disease. And I'm hoping that this segment, this hour, we can take the time to go through kind of the process of what happens when you first see Alzheimer's disease. And we can talk a little bit about the process of as the disease progresses. So I am so grateful that you're here with us, Dr. Winner. Well, thank you very much. The key issue is that it in the beginning it's a it's a little sinister. It may present as not being as sharp, and the person mm-hmm. kind of notices it, or their family often notices. They're asking the same question. They just answered it, and an hour later they ask the exact same question. Mm-hmm. They don't remember that they did. So it can be a little subtle. I think the key thing to remember for Alzheimer's disease, the most common initial symptom is the loss of short-term memory, meaning okay. that they've just done something and they forgot about it, or they just yeah. learned something, they were taught something, and they can't remember it, or they misplaced an item, but it's more frequently than normal. And keep in mind, if someone always has trouble with names, they're not going to get better with age, so that would be normal for them, so they shouldn't get too upset if, as they get older, 50, 60, 70, mm-hmm. they're having more trouble remembering a name that's not a good barometer. Mm -hmm. But if they've always been really good with names and all of a sudden at 60, they're having trouble remembering names, that's a red flag. That should get your attention. Let me say this, and I hope they hear this, and if they remember anything from this segment, memory loss is not normal in aging. That is very clear to us now as we study this. So this concept that, oh, it's just a senior moment, well, that, if that happens once in a month, we all get that. We forget something in our whole life. 18, 20, 30, you don't even think twice about that. Mm-hmm. When you start to be in 50, 60, 70, you start to think, oh, my God, am I getting Alzheimer's? Mm-hmm. First of all, it takes a long time to get Alzheimer's. The initial, initial pathology 
is the deposition or the, de the depositing of something called A-beta-42, a toxic protein called amyloid is deposited. Mm -hmm. It's 15 to 22 years from the time that metabolic problem starts wow. to the time that we make the clinical diagnosis using clinical signs of Alzheimer's disease. So a lot of things are happening in the brain. People are normal for a long time while this biology is happening underneath with regard to the deposition of amyloid. And then there's another thing that happens. A deposition of another protein happens. The amyloid starts to cause trouble with the synapses, the communications in the brain. That's when you're uh -huh. starting to see the short-term memory issues in something called the temporal lobe region. Mm -hmm. And then you get essentially problems with the deposition of another protein called phosphorylated tau. Nerve cells are starting to die. And now mm -hmm. you're getting more prominent symptoms. All of this takes years to decades yeah. to happen. And then you get plaque and inflammation. Can you detect this early, um, these early uh, synapters or situations, um, you know, way before symptoms start? The answer is yes. And that's one of the most exciting areas. Not only are we aggressively treating patients in these what we call early AD, mm -hmm. we are now able to tell if someone biologically has the disease. Now, there's a difference between having it neurobiologically and having it clinically. Clinically. So yes. someone, again, 15, 10 years, five years, we can do very sophisticated biomarker testing and determine that they have the disease in place, but they may not show us the disease. This is why I said it's a little sinister. Where you, when it starts to get a little later, so first they're having a little trouble remembering simple things, losing, mm -hmm. misplacing things, asking the same question twice. But then it progresses where they have trouble where even driving around in a recent area they're familiar with, they get mm -hmm. lost. Never did before, yeah. but now they are. That's getting more advanced. Now you've got some significant problems. You're bringing in another part of the brain. See, different parts of the brain are being damaged at different times as this disease progresses. Mm -hmm. It starts out very mildly and then progresses to different parts of the brain, causing brain damage in the temporal lobe and to the parietal lobe. This is off to the side and up more to the top part mm -hmm. of the brain. So you're, you're progressively losing nerve cells and function over this decade plus of the disease. Mm -hmm. So the other thing too, is that patients are brought to us and the family member will come in and I'll ask them questions. And it's clear they've had this problem for two, three, four, five, six years. Yeah, This has been going on. And they've been thinking, oh, it's just normal aging. No, it's not. <laughs> Losing yeah. memory is not normal, period. So yeah. you need to come in. Now, it may not be Alzheimer's. There's so many other things that it could be. Sure. There are many medical things that we look into that are simple. I love curing Alzheimer's by changing their medications, by removing a medicine, by finding a simple problem with a dietary issue. And within a matter of days or weeks, sometimes hours, they've improved their memory. Yeah. So there's tons of opportunities, tons of targets, but not everyone presenting with a memory loss is Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting you say this because... I know, like, for example, everybody's ability to remember things obviously is different. And one of the things you stated was it's it's no if you always were bad at names. Right. You're not going to get better. Right. But the whole point is, like, I think about my own personal story with my husband. 
my husband is very detail oriented. He's very logical. He remembers details. He remembers dates. He remembers all of this, the little things that need to happen. I am totally the right brain. Um, don't remember details, right? So he gets frustrated with me <laughs> because I'll ask him something. And, and then a week later, I'll ask it to him again because I don't remember. He told me. And there, but that's always been my life, right? So you're saying, pay attention to the individuals of how they've been in their early life is what I'm hearing. And if something is definitely different, that's the time for concern. Am I correct in assumption on that? You're absolutely correct. I mean, an example I had recently with a couple came in and the husband noticed that she's now, when she's cooking, she's forgetting to put certain ingredients in. Mm-hmm. And she's a fantastic cook, according to her husband. And all of a sudden, he's noticed over the past year or so that things aren't made right. And actually, she's shying mm-hmm. away from doing it. Yeah. So we start to see people start to pull back. They know something's wrong. So so they let's go out to dinner more. I, I'm not going to make that. I don't like making that anymore because it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Or socially, they're finding it's hard to put a word in a sentence. They just can't get the right word in the sentence. Sure. And now they feel a little funny if they're going to go out socially and in a conversation, they can't keep the conversation going. They lose track and they realize something's wrong. I don't want to show this to other people. Mm -hmm. And they start, you know, essentially withdrawing. And that makes the situation worse. Sure. Human beings need to be interactive with other human beings. There's another thing that's really simple and people need to remember. And that's hearing. If your hearing starts to diminish, you need to get hearing aids. You need to get tested and see if you need it. Because if you don't hear properly, it'll contribute to the development of dementia. That doesn't always mean Alzheimer's, but it does mean deterioration of cognition. Yes. The other thing you discussed a minute ago with the different types of issues of cognition, everyone talks of cognition and they think of it's just memory loss. Cognition is how the brain functions. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about is executive function how you put complex things together, planning. But it's also other aspects of who we are as humans. Uh, What's our attention span? If you've had ADHD throughout your whole life, that's also not going to get better. It may stabilize, but it's difficult when someone has ADHD to ferret this out. You need to do more sophisticated testing neurobehaviorally, and you need to use biomarkers. Hopefully we'll have time to talk about that Absolutely. Segments, because that is the present and the future, both the research and for future treatments Mm that will be FDA approved. Absolutely. And I, you know, I'm really interested in spending this hour because all the things you're saying is so interesting. And I think we all as a as a population need to know this, because how many people they go through life and they think, oh, well, there's nothing wrong or I haven't been checked, but you know, it's always good to have those little, you know, preliminary checks to make sure that if I have um, a certain condition within me to start recognizing that now so that I can get on a program. And, um, you know, so in the meantime, we're going to talk about this. Dr. Winter is going to be with us this hour. And in the, uh, so Dr. Winter, how do we reach you? Uh, the easiest way is to call us by phone. And the number is five, area code 561-851-9400. That's 851-9400. Or reach us through our website, premierresearchinstitute.com. 
Mm-hmm. That's P-R-E-M-I-E-R-E researchinstitute.com. Those are the two easiest ways. And we're going to be talking about Alzheimer's disease and a special clinical trial that is showing amazing promise, which we're very excited to talk about with Dr. Winter today. And we'll be right back right after this. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. 